You're listening to Vernacular Podcast. Welcome to Vernacular Podcast. I'm Sally. And I'm Zach. And we are just popping in the week before just Christmas. popping in. <laughs> A couple days before Christmas, and we actually weren't planning on releasing an episode right now. No, we weren't, but then something magical happened. (laughs) Our, possibly our only Polish listener to Vernacular contacted us. I'd like to think that he's one of many Polish listeners. Oh yeah, the whole country. Everybody listens to us. That'd be great. (laughs) Maybe just him and all of his friends. The subscriber stats I've seen, though, don't seem to suggest that's the case, (laughs) but we can pretend. But anyways, we had suggested that we do a lightning round with him and get to know him a little bit. And so we were able to record a conversation with him just now. And he told us all about Christmas in Poland. And we thought, what better time to release this episode than a couple days before Christmas? Yeah. And we also wanted to wish all of you, our listeners, a very Merry Christmas as well. Yes. And encourage you to celebrate Christmas for the full 12 days of Christmas. Most yes. people don't realize this, that, but they think that either Christmas is a singular event that happens on the 25th. Or if they know about the 12 days of Christmas, they might think that it's like a countdown to the 25th. You know, it starts on the 13th and goes to the 25th. But no, actually, it starts on the 25th, and you have all the way until January 6th to keep celebrating Christmas. Yeah, so, so we are definitely doing that in our house because we've talked before on the podcast about how there's that, like, Christmas letdown on Christmas night. Yeah, you can't have the Christmas letdown. you got to keep going for 12 days. Yeah. So, so much Christmas. It is great feasting ahead. You got to be in our saturated. Yeah, lots of feasting, lots of Christmas gift giving. Spread out your gift giving. I encourage Christmas you. Movie watching, Christmas music oh, watching. Oh yeah, a movie a night. No, maybe that's a little excessive, but <laughs> just watch a lot of Christmas movies, sing a lot of Christmas songs, all those sorts of things. Keep the spirit alive, <laughs> and hopefully you get lots of good food and time with friends and family. And I know New Year's Eve is coming up, and New Year's Day, and that's a great time to reflect on the year in review. And we'll be doing a year in review episode coming up. Not the next episode of Vernacular, but the one after that, the first episode of the new year, and talking about some of the big changes that we have in store for Vernacular coming up. Yeah, so get excited. Yeah. (laughs) But for now, we'll just leave it at Merry Christmas. And on to Pavel. All right, welcome back to Vernacular. We are now joined by our friend and listener of the podcast, Pavo. And I, I use friend in the loose term because Pavo just reached out to us a couple weeks ago and said he's a listener of Vernacular, and we were very happy to hear from him. So, Pavo, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for reaching out to us and saying that you're a listener of the show. I think it was on your way to work that you said you listened to it while you're on your bicycle. So I'm really glad that you've enjoyed the podcast uh, how'd you find us, first of all? Uh, oh, actually, I know uh, a person you interviewed before. It's uh, Margaret Perry. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she posted the, the the episode with her on Facebook, and that's how I found about your podcast. And I and I was listening to her. I so, said, oh, that's, that's a cool podcast. I like podcasts. I listen to many podcasts, actually. Oh, great. So, yeah. Well, we're, she, we're big fans of Margaret. <laughs> yeah, she's she's my wife's friend. Oh, okay. And so they 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 grew up together because my wife is American. So ah, <laughs> I see. So I assume you visited the U.S. before. That was one of the questions I had for you. Yes, yes, I I was in the U.S. before. <laughs> Very good. Okay, and where do you live in Poland? In Warsaw, the capital. Okay, gotcha. Very nice. And so your so your wife is American. Where did you meet her? 
Uh, actually, the, the official version is that we met in a bookstore, which is actually true. <laughs> that's, that's, where, that's where I met my wife, and we are still uh, great book readers. We always read books together, but we met through uh, my wife's roommate, who knew some you know, people, and I was friends with those people, and, you know, things went on, and we just happened to meet great. in my friend's bookstore. And, uh, yeah, that's how it started. My wife uh, is working here at the American School. Oh, okay. By the American Embassy. I'm a, I'm a teacher too. So, and yeah, we met through friends basically in a bookstore. Right. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. I is, love the bookstore connection. So, is this in a Polish bookstore or an American bookstore? Uh, actually, that was a Polish bookstore. My, my, my friend runs a, like a Christian bookstore. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, what's your favorite episode of Vernacular so far? Uh, actually, I really enjoy the one. I forgot the name of, the, of this book. Uh, but it's a, it's a book by some, Scan, I think, Scandinavian author. Because you oh, review many oh, books. Yes. That's, that's oh, a name my... called Uva? Yes, Uva, exactly. Yes, yeah. yes. That, yes. That oh, that is such a good book. I actually have been meaning to read some more of his, the author's books. And I'm yeah. hoping to start reading one of, one, yeah, one of his other novels. It's Friedrich Bachmann, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I especially like the episodes where you, uh, anal, I mean, you talk about books because you, you do it in a very interesting way, and actually, for me as a person who still still learns English, you use a very good vocabulary, and so you're my, also my source of <laughs> English vocabulary. I really sometimes <laughs> catch your phrases, and I learn a lot, so you know, it's fun. So my, in general, the episodes where you talk about books are my favorite, of course. The, the last one, the last one about Christmas and decorating your house and uh, all of that, that was interesting too. That was like, I, I got a lot of the ideas how Americans think about Christmas. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, you know, it, it, was, it was fun. So, but in general, yeah, the ones about books are the best. Cool. Well, well, let's, let's uh, do this. We'll invite you on for another episode next year to talk about a book because Sally and I are, are deciding that we're going to read a lot more books next year. And we're probably going to do a couple of episodes of the podcast to talk about the books that we're reading. So we should coordinate with you ahead of time, maybe your wife as well, since you guys are big book readers. And then we could have you on and we could all talk about the, a book that we've read. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. All right. Just let me all get ready. Okay. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll give you, <laughs> we'll, we'll give you advance prepare. notice. We all need to read the book. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> so you mentioned you liked the Christmas episode we did, hearing about how Americans sort of think about Christmas and Christmas prep. So how does that compare with what you do in Poland, and maybe you can talk about some of your favorite Christmas traditions in Poland. Uh -huh. Yes. Uh, so first of all, uh, uh, there is not, I mean, okay, now maybe since like last 10 years, there's a lot of Christmas stuff like starting on after November 1st. But before, since we are a very Catholic country, like we had very... Like let's say deep Advent, it's all about silence uh, yes. and maybe dark darkness. And especially here, it's get very very dark. Like 4 p.m. now, it's basically completely dark. So uh, so like Christmas, like the Christmas, let's say atmosphere, all this ambience would stand later on. But nowadays, you know, it's all, all got a little bit commercialized. So now Christmas is here everywhere. Right. But for in general, for Polish people, the the main day is tomorrow, which is the Christmas Eve, 24th, and that's where people meet together for a Christmas dinner. Dinner, I mean, like, you know, they wait for the first star in the sky, and then they sit by the table, and a tradition is to put 
hay underneath the tablecloth. So it like it's, it reminds people of the manger. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, the, the, I mean, nowadays, I don't know if people still do it, but at least in my family, they still do it. And usually, often, uh, like the youngest person in the family would read a passage from the Bible about the birth of Christ. And then uh, people start uh, the dinner. But dinner is also very special because, according to tradition, there should be 12 meals. I mean, not like... Oh, my goodness. 12 courses? 12 yeah. courses? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 oh, okay, courses. okay, okay. So, I mean, those are not like like big, huge, right, right. maybe courses. So, so there would be like, especially there is special fish. It's called carp. I think it is the same in English. Yes. yes. Uh, yep. if, yeah, yeah. So there would be like three kinds of dishes based on this fish. Uh, Pierogi, I don't, maybe you heard about pierogi. Yes. Like, yep. Yeah, so there are pierogi with, especially with mushrooms and sauerkraut, cabbage, that are very common. Uh, and also some, and a, a lot of like cakes, uh, cakes, with, especially with poppy seed and uh, raisins. This is, this is very common. And even though it's not a day of uh, abstinence from meat, the tradition is, I don't know why, actually, that we don't have meat dishes on, on that night. Right. But it's so I, so people would first eat dinner. Oh, and I forgot about the most important thing. We in Poland, before we eat the Christmas uh, dinner, we share a wafer. It's like a yeah, white wafer um, made of, I don't know, bread or something. I mean, flour. And uh, this is like a refers to the Christ, cr tradition of like first Christians that were sharing bread. Ah, yes. And and when you so when you like you you, you take your piece of, of of this wafer, you walk up to a, a person next to you, and you have to tell that person your wishes. Like I wish that I don't know all your dreams come true. That I know everything goes well with your job or anything you want. And then this person takes a piece of your wafer. And he or she is supposed to eat it. So, like, you know, these things will, will happen to him or her. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So, and that's why a lot of Polish people, they, uh, you buy those wafers either in church or somewhere uh, in a store. And they usually have some, you know, Christmas images on them, like with Mary, Joseph, baby Jesus and stuff like that. Uh, and their people often send wafers through post. To the to their distant family, so the wafer is a big, big, big part. It's something very Polish. And then there's the dinner that I was talking about, and afterwards, if you're a musical family, which doesn't happen so often in Poland, unfortunately, <laughs> we're not we're not a singing country like let's say the Americans. I know Americans sing much more than Polish people, so people would sing carols, and then that's the moment when Santa Claus comes. Uh, ah, I see or Saint Nicholas, right. whatever you prefer. Yeah. <laughs> and usually a person from, yeah, somebody from the family would dress up as a, as the Santa. And, oh, that's fun. Nice. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. That, like my grandpa would always uh, dress up as Santa. I would cry as a baby. I was so scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so then, yeah, then we open the presents and many people go to the first Christmas mass in the church, which is at midnight. Yes. Uh, this is this is very very common. Even people who are let's say not Catholic or uh, or they don't practice so much, they go to this mass because this is the like the first time where you should sing carols. So it's very big. There's a choir and it's a special. Like it's it's also part of of the Polish culture, you know. Uh, and then the for, for, we have two Christmas days. There's first day of Christmas and second day of Christmas. So mainly those two days. I mean, there are no presents at this time. All the presents are 
on the 24th. So 25th and 26th is a time when you go and meet your family. But you have to know that meeting, uh, I mean, uh, celebrating and the feast days in Poland is about sitting by the table, or like for a long, real long time, and eating a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Polish people go really over the top, and my wife is for my wife is always a struggle. <laughs> She's like <laughs> sitting by the table and having all this food, and your grandma keeps saying, "Come on, Dude, have more, yeah. have more. <laughs> eat, eat, eat." <laughs> it's like yeah, American Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, something like that, something like that. So. Uh, yeah, so this is like the main main things about Christmas in Poland. Uh, I know that Americans don't have like special food. Maybe that is very traditional for Christmas. That's what I actually. That's what I know. I mean, I'm not sure, but in Poland, the, these kinds of courses that you serve on uh, the dinner table are very very important. Like there has to be certain guys. It doesn't have to be necessarily twelve. Oh, and one more thing, we always keep one like extra chair by the table that is empty, which is like symbolizes a chair for a stranger. Because according to to tradition, anybody can knock on your door on Christmas Eve and and join you for the Christmas dinner. Yeah, like I love that. I think we're going to do that. Yeah, Yeah, that's really cool. So beautiful. Yeah, and actually, I mean, I I heard maybe about just one family where really somebody knocked on the door. I heard some homeless people did it in Warsaw and people accepted them. But, wow. but in most cases, uh, it doesn't happen that somebody comes. It never right. happened in my family. But yeah, people do come and people accept them. And maybe, they spend, yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll come and knock on your door this year. And <laughs> we, can, we can have some of that delicious pierogi with your family. Yeah, yeah you're, you're totally welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I also like what you said about how... Uh, uh, Poland observes Advent a little bit differently than in America, and that's something that we've tried to do in our family, observing the Advent season as a season of anticipation and waiting, rather than yeah, yeah. rather than a, a sort of season it's of Christmas festivity before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, especially it has this. There's um, there's also a Catholic tradition, but many people do it that there is a special mass at like six thirty in the morning that is all dark. So like it's supposed to symbolize uh, like you're entering the darkness to find Christ eventually in Christmas. And a lot of children go to that. So this is also a big part of the Advent. Yeah. So but, then is that on Christmas morning then that that happens? Uh, uh, yeah. Christmas, the day before Christmas is the last day when it happens. Oh, okay. And then, just, and, it, and then, then it just, yeah, celebration okay. of Christmas. Yeah, but in general, in general, the Advent is supposed to be like when you, you know, go into this darkness, yeah? Like, yes. Like you know, people waiting for in, in darkness to, to, to find Christ. The people, yeah, the people waiting in darkness have seen a great light, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Very cool. Well, that's that's fantastic. Thanks for talking us talking yeah. to us about those Polish Christmas traditions. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I can share that. Absolutely. I'm very happy. <laughs> well, we've prepped a very short mini lightning round for you if you want to subject yourself to that. We have a few series of questions for you to get to know you a little bit better. And uh, if you're ready to go, we can do that. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Well, I know you're a longtime listener of the show, so you know how the lightning round works. We're going to ask you an either or question, and you have just a few seconds to answer. And you know that we always kick off with the question, butter or olive oil? Uh, olive, olive oil. For okay. Sure. Yeah. Good choice. Um, <laughs> let's go with, let's go to geography. So you said you've been to the U.S. You are married to an American. 
Los uh-huh. Angeles or New York? I'm not sure if you've been to either, but based on your impressions or what, what would you like to visit, Los Angeles or New York? Uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> okay. And you said you live in Warsaw, but I know the second largest city in Poland is Krakow. And if I'm butchering my pronunciation, please correct me. But Warsaw or Krakow? Uh, I have to say Warsaw, okay. even though it's not, not as beautiful. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, that's, that leads into my next question then. So you said not as beautiful. I, I don't know much about the geography of Poland, but I think in the Northeast, you have the Lake District where you have 2,000 lakes yeah. and it's very beautiful, yeah, yeah. But, but not very populated. And then in the south, you have the Car- Carpathian Mountains. Is that is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's oh, correct. Okay, so yeah. which which region, the Lake District or the Carpathian Mountains? Oh, of course, the mountains. Yeah. Okay. Mountains. <laughs> nice. This is good. We can plan our trip to Poland based <laughs> yeah. on your advice. Right. <laughs> okay. You also yeah, mentioned I can, I can be your guide in Warsaw, no problem. <laughs> oh, perfect. Love it. Uh, you also <laughs> mentioned uh, Polish music, and you said you're not very singing people, but there are some very prominent musicians to come from. Poland. I'm thinking of Chopin, one of my favorite pianists, the poet uh-huh. of the piano. Uh, one of his yeah. contemporaries was the German composer Brahms. So I'm not sure if you're into classical music, but if you are, do you prefer Chopin or Brahms? I have to go with my heart and choose Chopin. Ah, very good. <laughs> good choice. Very good choice. <laughs> All right. How about another famous Polish musician, the piano performer Arthur Rubinstein? Uh, would you would you go with Arthur Rubinstein or Vladimir Horowitz, the Russian-born piano performer? Uh, actually, I'll go with Rubenstein. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Well, we know that you also do a lot of biking, since you said that you listen to podcasts while you bike to work. So, would you prefer biking or going on a bus? Biking for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, Uber or taxi? Uh, taxi. I don't have the app. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You know what, before we uh, created that question, I actually had to look up to make sure that Uber is operating in Warsaw, because I know they've they've had some problems operating in Europe in the past. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. now that they introduced a new law that you can pay with cash in Uber. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah. (laughs) So do you even still need, I guess you still need the app to call the the, the ride, right? Okay, well, all right, final question here. So we started on the food question with butter or olive oil. We'll end on a food question. You talked to us about all these delicious things that are on the table for your Christmas Eve dinner. Uh, do you prefer a Polish hot dog or a pierogi? Pierogi, for sure. All right, good stuff. Well, you've convinced oh, me with your description of the pierogi for Christmas Eve dinner. So, Okay, one time I was in Costco store, and there is uh, this you can buy their Polish dog. Yes, yes. But it's not. It's nothing like anything in Poland. Oh. I always, like, want, I always okay. wonder. I mean, ne- good to know. <laughs> never. If you buy it, don't think about Poland. This is not like Poland. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Just, good to know. Well, I what? wonder. I mean, because they also have frozen pierogies in America that you can buy, and I just wonder how those really compare Probably to not real. actual Polish yeah. pierogies too. <laughs> Yeah, actually, you can find a re- recipe online, and it's, I think it'll work if you want to make good beer. Oh, sounds good. Well, yeah. yeah, if you send that to us, then we can we can post okay. that on our website as well for people who are interested in a real pierogi recipe. So if you, yeah, sure, if you sure. find a good one that is uh, Pavel certified, authentic, authentic, yeah. okay, then so we will actually, post it. I'll, I will write down my mom's uh, recipe. Oh, and, uh, that's I'll send even it. better. So, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah. Well, Pablo, thanks so thank you so much for joining us on this episode. It was great to hear from you in the email. Really glad we could uh, talk to you a little bit on the podcast itself. And like I said, let's definitely do an episode next year and talk about a book. 
Sure, yeah, that's a great idea. And thank you so much for calling me. And yeah, greetings from Poland and Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you as well. to another episode of Vernacular Podcast. If you would like to reach out to us and let us know what you thought of this episode or any of our episodes, you can go to vernacularpodcast.com. You can email us at zachandsally at vernacularpodcast.com. And you can... You can find us on a number of other ways. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with Instagram at vernacularpod, also Twitter at vernacularpod, or Facebook at facebook.com slash vernacularpodcast. You can support us on Patreon. Yes, that's going to be patreon.com slash vernacular. Slightly different, so mind mind that one. <laughs> And you can help other listeners find us on iTunes, which is now Apple Podcasts. That's right. By giving us a five-star rating and review if you want to. Yes, and we'll be forever in your debt if you do. Yes, because for some reason, Apple Podcasts allows people to be seen more on Apple Podcasts if you have more reviews. That's right. And you may not know this, but Vernacular is actually a podcast network. And we have another show called Third String. That's hosted by yours truly and a couple other people. And if you're interested in sports at all, this is for you. So check out Third String. That's 3RD String. Also in the Apple Podcast Store or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Okay. For Vernacular Podcast, I'm Zach. And I'm Sally. Have a great week. Have a great week.